0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I will tell you a story that happened with me and a girl. So there's a girl that I'm very close to, and she's about 34 years old. And she's not married. She wasn't married. And she's one of my real students. I taught her how to teach. She's the most amazing teacher. She's a fourth-grade teacher. I don't teach as well as she does She loves the kids. They love her. She she just she's off the charts. And for years and years and years, she's going out, she's going out, she's going out. Nobody gives her a second, third date. And if she finally the guy finally likes her, there's something very wrong with him, and she doesn't like him. And it's just not going. So one day, it was this big McCorb, who I know very well, who came to my house and he was seeing people. So I called her and I said, you know what? Talk to my house. Talk to him. Maybe he can help you. One of the things that this Makubal does is he reads palms. Now, palm reading is really a waste of time. Why is palm reading a waste of time? You don't have to be at Tzadik and Kaddish to read palms. There are many Spanish ladies who can read your palms. You can, no, seriously, you can buy a book and Barnes and Noble. You can read where all the lines are. It's a Chachma. It has nothing to do with Kedusha. It's a chafmah. You learn what lines and which lines represent certain things. And it's a chachma. The reason it means nothing is, and this I can tell you for myself, because I was always into all these different things when I was younger, that I actually watched the lines in my hands change. So you have two hands, and one hand, your lines will always stay the same, and that's the hand that the person is born with, that's the map that Hashem puts on your hand. No, not even a line in your body is for no reason. Shem doesn't have anything to do with just scribble lines on you. So, every line in your body means something on your forehead, on your hands. So, one of your hands is what's supposed to happen in life. And those lines will never change. The plan is the blueprint. The other hand is your actual life. And the lines change all the time. If you take your hand and you put it and make a copy in a copy machine and you look at it three months later, you'll see that certain lines are not in the same place. There's no Shia law. I can tell you. I have watched my lines. I'm not telling you which hand. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you how to figure it out, but I'm not going to graduate a bunch of palm readers here tonight. Okay. The bottom line is, the bottom line is that on a person's hand, on a person's hand, in a certain place, is what's called the marriage lines. Those lines show pretty much when a person, right? If a person and when a person will get married. And then there are lines on the hand that show children, that the children lines. So this girl came and said, with the rabbi, I keep going out. I keep going out. It's just something holding me back, you know. But well, the rabbi said, "Put your hand down." I was sitting there. I happen to know. I wasted my time as a young man in Kabbalah to learn all these different things, and I happen to know where the marriage line is and where the children's lines are. So he takes his pencil. And he says, I'm not going to touch her hand. He takes his pencil and he says, put your hand wherever, let me take a look at it. And he looks at her hand and I looked at the same time. And I'm telling everybody in this room, it's the first time I ever saw a person's hand there were no marriage lines in her hand. The whole thing was flat. It wasn't a line. Not, no matter how close he looked, the marriage lines are very heavy lines. It was no marriage lines. And then he says, turn your hand. And he looked at her children's lines. There was not a child on her hand. And not. So he says to her, Ye Baruch, a shame. yeah, everybody's going to say no, yeah, yeah, children, marriage, she says, when, 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 soon, soon, is that going to break her heart? I saw it and it broke my heart, this is my Tamida, and she don't have any lines in her hand, and I never saw that before, so she's all excited, she's like, oh, he gave me a breath, I am not think to myself, yeah, okay. And she leaves. He starts, looks at me, and he starts like crying. Like, oh, yeah. Never. what are we going to do? This girl's never going to be married. Nice. I said, you looked very carefully. I looked, but I was a bunch of No lines. So, what are you, you going to do? There's no lines. All right. But Tefillah, Damanim, can do anything. Sometimes, even Damanim can't do anything. As we see here, what we said is, din. I can't help you. Let me tell you what happens. This girl... Stop looking at your hands. You're not going to figure it out. You're not going to figure it out. So I, I gave it to seminary class once, and I told them that the real lines, the real lines are not on your hands or your forehead. The real lines are on the bottom of your feet. And the teachers told me, you don't understand. There were girls to in class with their shoes on. I was just kidding. There's no lines. Those no lines don't mean anything. Don't look at the lines on your feet. But anyway, so... So, I have to be careful, because people are going to go home, and they're like, where well, <laughs> I'm almost sad Saturday. are going to say, can you see anything on my foot? What are you seeing? Like, no. Calluses. That's what <laughs> So anyway, so she leaves, and I'm very to Trump. Okay, that year, her parents are going away for Pesach. It's a true story. It's happened to me. So her parents are going away for Pesach. She's like really from She's very, very religious. She's, she's like, Hanoi religious. She's like, really, really religious. But <coughs> a great girl, when she's like, really religious. And her parents are very, very, very modern. Very modern people. And she is very, very religious. And she's not even living at home. She has her own apartment, whatever it is. And they're on good terms. They're just, their parents are intellectual, secular people. And she's teaching fourth grade English. you understand? So they're, so they're going away from Pesach and they're going to a very modern program in Florida. She doesn't want to go. She's like, I'm going with them?" It's mixed swimming, and there's people walking around not dressed correctly. And I'm going, I'm going to go to my, my cousin, my this, my that. I said, oh, listen, if they don't mind. Anyway, two days later, she pulled me back. She said, Rabbi, I got a big problem. Like, what? This so is my mother. This mama's crying. She said, if I did not come to this program, everyone's going to see that I'm not there. And they all know the family. And when back, she said, I'm an embarrassment to the family and look what your religion did to you. Now you're not part of our family anymore. Everyone's going to be talking. All my friends from, you know, from the five towns and they're going to be talking that my daughter didn't show up. And, and she's like, what do I do? Rebbe? What do I do? So I don't know. I'll call my Rebbe. <coughs> so I'll call Rebbe, so I, called Rebbe I said, Rebbe, I had this girl and told the situation. He says, listen, it's a girl. So no. So the, so the part of mixed swimming, tell her not to go mixed swimming. And, and, and the people walking in the lobby tell her to sit in her room and if she wants to prepare her lesson for whatever she wants. She doesn't have to. The food is kosher. I said, absolutely. Catering is not kosher. no problem that. That's not the problem. It's just a very modern prayer. Just what do you mean? of the aim. You don't have a right to embarrass her parents. So she shouldn't mix and she shouldn't look and she shouldn't be part of it, but she should go. So I called her back. I said, I called Rabbi Gamaliel. He said, you should go. She wasn't happy. She said, she, you should go. It's Kimber it of the aim. And really, you're not going to be over for any Aveira. You should go. Well, she went. She told me it was eight days in Gehenna because <laughs> she's a kanoi, and everything bothered her. And this bothered her, and that bothered her, and the waitress bothered her, and the way she went dressed bothered her, and everything bothered her. And everything bothered. She said, "It was." I said, "Did your parents, did your parents know you were suffering?" She said, "I promise you they have no idea." She said, "I was the best actress. I put her on a show. I went around with them, and I talked to their friends." It's not eight days of Gehenna, but it was eight days of Eden, I promise you. Kiriboku knows what happened to you and how much you suffered, and he will, he will repay you. Three months after Pesach, she got engaged. Not this Pesach. Not only did she get engaged when she married Roch Hashem, but as I'm standing here telling you the story, she's in her sixth month. Awesome. But there's no lines. There's no lines on her hands. Did we check her hand? Reach out for <laughs> no, did not be her hand. She doesn't know that there are no lines on her hand to this day. I never told her I would never tell her that. So then she's going to start thinking, oh, I'm only going to have one kid. I don't want to make her crazy. So there's no lines. So what's going on over here? It's partial. It's partial what's going on over here. When she came to this world, the Teva, the nature, this girl was never supposed to get married. And this girl was never supposed to have children. Maybe that's not what she came to this world for. So Hashem sent her the plan on her hand, on both hands. There were no ones on either hand, not in the plan and not in the living. And she broke her nature. She did not want to go. It was against what she wanted. She went and broke her nature for her parents. So her malach, her soul, had a right to to Hashem. You're right. The girl that I represent, the neshama that I of this girl, the teva in nature, she doesn't have one in her hand. She's not supposed to, to get married and have children. She broke her teva, so I'm asking me to connect it. She broke her teva. Then you, Hashem, have to break the teva you created women, and you have to get her a husband and a child. Now you might ask me, so where did he come from? And the answer is, I know this boy that she married. You never met such a son in my life. So maybe his coming to this role was also not supposed to get married. And he broke his cover a long time ago well, because he comes from even a more modern family and she goes, it's Today they're married and she's expecting and it's a nice niffle that she's expecting outside of the lines because she has health problems and certain other things and it's like a miracle that it's not affecting her health that she's pregnant. The whole thing is a nice niffle and I'm like, this is Rashi. Rushley. Rashi's saying, there are times, Loma tits up your life. Stop crying and stop screaming at me, said <laughs> and get up and do something. Step into the yacht. Do something. Change something. Go against your nature. Then you have a right to ask me to do a miracle. <laughs> Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories2inspire.org.